I am happy to share that my mother and my stepfather have come over twice in the last few weeks. Once before my birthday and once today, yesterday. Saturday. They came to visit for long periods of time. Maybe two hours both times. They're starting to relax. The first time, I had some frustrations with my mother. Over talking about one of my sisters and me defending, defending, defending. And this time, we met outside because I was just getting home. And you tried again with the same sister. And I said, no, I put up a boundary. I said, no, I don't want to hear another word of this. It's it's causing anxiety. I feel strong anxiety. I don't want to hear it. And then you tried one more time when we came inside. You were leaning on the island in the kitchen. And you said, you just got to hear this one last part. And I said, no, I don't. I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for not telling me. Thank you for moving on. Thank you for letting it go. I appreciate that so much. And the rest of our visit went much smoother. And even by the end of it, we scheduled a yoga afternoon for Sunday at two. Because you revealed to me that you bought a yoga mat. And I asked if you went to any of the places around here and you said no. And I said, we could do yoga together. You said, when? I said, tomorrow at two. I said, okay. Thank you for being open to do that with me. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for trying. Thank you for doing better. Thank you for being a role model. So this, these events, well, especially the second one, the first one, I'm not sure. It was a Friday night when you came 
right after Blaze left. This time was because my sister told you I was planning to sell and move to Melbourne. Lots happened in the last week. I went to Melbourne and back in my mind. I traveled there and came back. I was living there. Thomas Blaze and I were living there. I traveled into the future and what that looked like. And then I came back. I realized I want to stay. And you tried to call me when she told you that I was planning on leaving. And I didn't answer. You tried to visit. I wasn't home. And then today, finally, a few days later, you got me. Right at the right time, the perfect time. A moment where I was feeling really loving and open. I was dropping off a bench for the neighbor kids to have a seat. And also one of my neighbors just told me that his wife just received her kidney transplant as soon as I got out of the car, he told me. He told me that she's in the hospital right now. And I said, I'm really happy for you. Thanks for letting me know. And then they pulled up. My heart was very open in that moment. You caught me at a good time. Thank you for continuing to try even though I shut you out and didn't return your phone call or your text message saying, Tracy, please give me a call or something like that. Thank you for telling me to give you a real hug after I hugged you the first time. And asking me what's going on. A lot's going on. Maybe I never fully answered. Me trying to get in touch with my emotions is mainly going on. Me wanting to feel Wanting to feel close to myself and others. That's mainly what's going on. And even though my sister Julie didn't even know anything about this Australia thing, she invited everyone, well, all the sisters, she invited all the sisters to go to dinner on Thursday night. She sent the message out, I think, Thursday morning. So I was able to get a babysitter for 90 minutes. Even though it was shifted a little bit early when I could have the babysitter, it still worked out. We four of us got to get together, which was really nice. So I think 
She feels it too. She wants to feel too. We all do. We all want to feel love with each other. We want to feel love. Thank you for the invitation. And we may start meeting regularly. And also, Mom brought up while she was here about also trying to do a regular monthly meetup or something. Or not monthly, she just said, let's try to do something regularly. And I suggested, let's try trying to go out to eat maybe once a month or something. I did try Taco Tuesday, but then I couldn't go because Blaze got sick. I have been trying. She recognizes that as well, and I'm sure my sisters do. My brother comes into town, he tries to get everyone together as well. trying so I'm happy to announce that my mother came over twice in the last few weeks with my stepdad mom and Gary and this visit went way better than the other one and progress I was actually able to go to the bathroom while they were here. Maybe TMI for some people, but important for me to announce because I've gone weeks without being able to go. Basic training, I think it took me two weeks. And they were starting to ask people and I was like, oh, I ain't telling you about my bowel movements. Mm, what are you gonna do? What you gonna do? I don't want nothing you got. Mm -mm, You stay with my booty. You stay with my booty. I ain't telling you nothing. And eventually I was able to go. Go on vacation for a week. Don't go till I get home. Sometimes when I just go away for a couple days, don't go till I get home. But when there's people here, Unless it's Thomas or Blaze. I ain't going to the bathroom. I might pee. So I went to the bathroom the first time. After, well, actually Gary went to the bathroom. Mom went to the bathroom. No, Mom went to the bathroom. Then Gary went to the bathroom. I think in that order. And then I went to the bathroom and I thought I was going to go. My body wasn't ready. Then we talked for another 15, 20 minutes, maybe not even that, 10 minutes. And then I was able to go back to the bathroom and actually go. And I was like, wow, that is progress. Just feeling that relief physically and emotionally with their visit. 
I mean, we were standing there watching the cemetery across the street as they were digging a hole. For Christ's sakes, no offense. I mean, it's just saying those words to really emphasize. We're sitting there watching a hole be dug so that someone could be buried. I mean, we are face to face with our mortality, the death of our physical body. And Gary actually brought up that there was someone who, her body has stayed intact over a hundred years. And I was wondering, does that mean she's a saint? I thought that was so interesting. I want to look that up. So we're sitting there watching this hole be dug. Maybe that also just brought us together too because we were talking about how Graham's over there, Gary's brother is over there, his dad's over there, his uncle's over there, someone I graduated with, she is over there, I just found out recently. her best friend one of her best friends and her brother is my brother's best friend we're all connected the one who passed away her brother is my brother's best friend one of his best friends his best friend quite a few people over there that we all have connection to over there and we're watching a hobie dug for another person someone else's person someone else's loved one at least that's what I thought but maybe their loved ones already died because I'm pretty sure no one showed up to the burial. I mean, unless I missed it, I kept looking. I saw the hearse, I saw the hearse, I saw the hearse. I saw the tent they put up. I don't remember ever seeing another vehicle over there unless I missed it. No one showed up to the burial. And I wrote a post about this actually on my Facebook. About not waiting to see who shows up to your funeral and burial. Because your life is yours to live today. Not for the people who come to your funeral and burial after you're already gone and dead something along those lines life's for you no one might show up anyway and it doesn't matter
because they were enjoying their life. Hopefully. Hopefully. And maybe they were sitting around remembering their life with yours. They're part of their life that was with part of yours where your two lives intersected. Maybe they were sitting somewhere with their loved ones talking about that, the intersection of your beautiful moments. Making new beautiful moments in their life, the ones that are still here. So here we were, there we were. Reminder of death right outside the window. And I like that sometimes, most of the time I like that. Because one, it's a reminder to live. And two, I get to see the mountains because there's no houses across the street. And I love the mountains. I love the feeling of living. And I love the mountains, which are full of life. Thank you for this home in such a beautiful location. I love it, it's perfect. And thank you, Mom and Gary, for, for trying and coming over. And I also want to recognize Gary right now because he came into my mother's life. When she already had seven kids he had two of his own. And at one point we all lived under the same roof. Plus one of my sister's friends, plus Gary's nephew. 13 of us in one house. It was a five bedroom house, plus the attic was turned into a bedroom, six bedroom house, but not one person had their own space except for the person in the attic. His nephew, Gary's nephew, was the only one. There were three people in one room and we still had a designated toy room. Even with all those people, we still had a designated toy room. That was pretty awesome. That was a big house. That was a beautiful house, which is now torn down in a parking lot. It was a beautiful house. Mom and Gary on the first floor. 
bedrooms on the second floor. With the toy room. In the attic. And I want to recognize Gary for coming into our life and staying after the chaos. I mean, could you imagine? I don't remember how long we all lived together. We were only in that house for two years. We moved a lot. Well, from, I think I was in maybe five homes from zero to adult. That I can remember. Two of those government housing. Number two and three were government housing. And we rented for those two years in that house. And then you bought the house that you're in today. That's really beautiful and you did a great job with it, both of you. So glad you have a home. So today, when you came and you were talking to my neighbor, and I mentioned, oh yeah, he's a really nice guy. He has five kids. What I meant by that was he has five kids, but biologically only one is his, but they all call him dad, just like Stanley, close, similar, three of the five kids were his, but he took them all as his own. Just like you, Gary. Close, similar, even more kids. You had two. Two became nine. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for showing up for us. Thank you for trying your best to love us. You and mom both. Thank you both for trying so hard with so little and working your butts off to try to give us everything you didn't have. We didn't want all that material stuff. I just wanted to tell you we just wanted your love, but that was the hardest thing for you to give, and still is, mostly. That's all we wanted, that's all we still want. We don't want your stuff, we want your presence. 
B-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. We want your presence, your loving, peaceful, gentle, happy, blissful presence. That's all any of us wanted. That's all any of us want. Can you and mom give that to us? I know you can do it. I see it in you. Thank you for trying. Thank you for visiting. I'm happy to announce that mom and Gary visited today. <laughs>